0: A storm of burden in my life. Every time I am troubled by a storm of burden in my life, Your name alleviates my pain, Habibi ya Rasulullah. Your name alleviates my pain, Habibi ya Rasulullah. Habibi. Alhamdulillah, Illazi one <todic> 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 لمن وقف ببابه وأعلى لمن تبادع لجنابه والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد الذي جرت أمواه البركات من بين أصابعه وبناته وتفجرت جنابيه الحكمة من قلبه ولسانه وعلى آله وصحبه وتبعه الذين أراد الله بهم خيرا فتفقهوا في الدين وتدبروا في الكتاب المبين وتحققوا في العلم المكين وأززهم بالرواية مع أن النبي الأمين صلى الله تعالى عليه وعليه وسلم وجعلهم من أهل الحفظ والفقه والمعرفة واليقين. فما بعد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم. The respected, the great jurist of Anaf, Bisham, Al-Allam al-Sheikh As'ad Muhammad Sa'id al-Sagharji Damat barakatuhu Wal-Alim al-Fadil al munshid Al-Sheikh Abdurrahman al-Hammami al-Shami Respected guests, ladies, gentlemen, and participants of al-hidayah, the students of the science of Islam, and as a Shaykh Asad Saqrji Damat Barakatuhum explained, this camp would serve as a spiritual company and as a spiritual loneliness and seclusion and a great spiritual opportunity to receive Ilm and tarbiyah together. In this first session by the grace and command of Almighty Allah I'm going to start with the subject of introduction to fiqh and Usulul al-fiqh. Our first session would be on the subject of Islamic law and science of Islamic law in order to give you a brief account of what Islamic science of law is, what are its its basic sources, what are its basic and salient features and characteristics and certain other important aspects through which you may be able to understand a brief but comprehensive picture of Islamic law since we are starting with al fiqh and particularly with usul al fiqh so i think it would be appropriate to start with the chain of authority which i received in ulum al fiqh from my shuyukh And which is connected up to Sayyidina Imam Azam Abu Hanifa and Sayyidina Imam Malik bin Anas and Sayyidina Imam Muhammad bin Idris al-Shafi'i and Sayyidina Imam Ahmad bin Muhammad bin Hanbal. I will relate two different chains of authority. So that you may receive the proper permission, authority and ijazah of the ulum, which we will discuss and which we will study in this session by getting connected with this great and blessed chain of authority. Up to the great Imams of Fiqh. The first chain of authority which I am going to relate is Al Musalsal It is an exclusive chain of authority which goes up to Imam Al Abu Hanifa Numan bin Thabit. Ta'ala, I relate with authority of my father and sheikh al-Sheikh Fariduddin al-Qadri al-Hanafi and he received the authority from his sheikh al-Imam Abdul Baqi bin Ali al-Ansari al-Muhaddis al-Laknavi thum al-Madani he received from his sheikh Al Imam Abil Hasanat Muhammad Abdul Hayy bin Abdul Halim al Muhaddis al Laknabi. He received from Al Imam al Sayyid Ali bin Zahir al Watri al Madani al Hanafi. Both Imam al hasanat Muhammad Abdul Hayy and al Sayyid Ali bin Zahir al Watri, both they received from al-imam al-shaykh Abdul Ghani bin Abi Said al-Dehlavi al-Madani al-Hanafi he received from imam Muhammad Abid bin Ahmad al sindi al-Madani muhaddis al-Hijaz he received from al-shaykh Usman bin Muhammad al-Mirghani al-Makki al-Hanafi the boat shaykh Muhammad Abid bin Ahmad al Sindhi and Sheikh Usman bin Muhammad al-Mirghani, they both received from al-Imam Yusuf bin Muhammad al-Mizjaji al-Hanafi. And he from Imam Muhammad bin Alauddin al-Mizjaji al-Hanafi. And he from Imam Alauddin bin Muhammad al-Hanafi. And he received from Imam Hassan bin Ali al ujaimi al-Hanafi. He received from Imam khairuddin bin Ahmad bin Ali al-Ramli al-Hanafi, Sahibul Fatawa al-Khairiya. And he from Imam Muhammad bin al al-Hanuti al-Hanafi, Sahibul Fatawa al-Sirajiya. And he from Imam Ahmad bin Muhammad al-Shalabi al-Hanafi. And he from Imam Ibrahim bin Abdurrahman al Hanafi. And he from Imam Amin al Yahya bin Muhammad al Aqsirai al Hanafi. And he from Imam Muhammad bin Muhammad al Bukhari al Hanafi. He from Imam Hafiz al Muhammad bin Muhammad bin Ali al Tahiri al Hanafi. And he from Sadr al Sharia, Ubaidullah bin Mas'ud bin Mahmoud al Bukhari al Hanafi. He from al Sharia, Mahmoud bin Ahmad al Hanafi. And he from Sadr al Sharia, Ahmad al Hanafi. He from Abi Jamal al Din Ubaidullah Ibrahim al Mahmoobi al Hanafi. He from Imam Muhammad bin Abi Bakr al Bukhari, Imam Zada al Hanafi. He from Abil Fada'il Shamsul Aima Bakr bin Muhammad al Zaranjari al Hanafi. He from Imam Shamsul Aymah Abi Bakr Muhammad bin Abi Sahal al Sarahsi al Hanafi, Sahibul Mabsut. He from Shamsul Aymah Abdul Aziz Ahmad al Halwai al Hanafi. He from Abi Ali al Khidr bin Ali al Nasafi al Hanafi. He from Imam Abi Bakr Muhammad bin Fadl al Bukhari al Hanafi. He from Al Ustad Abdullah bin Muhammad al Harith al Hanafi. He from Imam Abi Hafs al saghir Muhammad al-Hanafi He from his father Al-Imam Abi Hafs al-Kabir Ahmad bin Hafs al-Bukhari al-Hanafi And he from Imam Muhammad bin Hassan al-Shaybani al-Hanafi And he from Al-Imam al-Azam Abi Hanifa an numan bin Sabit al-Kufi radiallahu ta'ala anhu So this is the first chain of authority al musalsal bil-Hanafiyyah which connects you to Sayyidina al-Imam A'azam Abi Hanifa ta'ala anhu. And you receive the ijazah of relating al-fiqh al-hanafi through this chain. Now I am relating second chain. This is very interesting Single chain of authority which includes are the four aima of fiqh. So this is Al isnad ila Al Aima al Arba'. Al Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, Al Imam Al Shafi'i, Imam Malik, Al Imam Al Adam bin So you have received the first chain Al Hanafiyya, now second Al Malikiyya, Al Shafiyya, Al Hanbaliyya, Al Hanabila. To receive ijazah of these three schools. I relate with authority of my father a shaykh al muhaddis al musnid Dak Fariduddin Al-Qadri rahimahullah ta'ala. And he from a shaykh alawi bin Abbas bin Abdul Aziz al-Maliki al-Makki. And I got an opportunity of sama directly from a shaykh al bin Abbas al-Maliki al-Makki with my father in 1963 and he received from Shaykh Ahmad bin Saleh al-Subaydi al-Baghdadi. He received from al-Hafiz al-Sayyid Muhammad Murtada al-Husaini. He from Shaykh Muhammad bin Ahmad bin Saleh al-Safarini. He from Sheikh Abi al محمد Muhammad bin Abdul Baqi Al-Damashqi. from Sheikh Taqiuddin Abdul Baqi Al-Damashqi. He from Sheikh Abi Saadat Mansur bin Yunus bin Salahuddin Al-Bahuti. He from Sheikh Abdul Rahman bin Yusuf bin Ali Zainuddin bin Al-Qazi al he from Imam Abin Najah Yahya bin Musa bin Ahmad bin Musa al-Hajavi al-Maqdesi. He from Imam Ash-Shahab Ahmad bin Muhammad bin Ahmad bin Umar al-Nabulsi al-Maqdesi. He received from Shaykh Shahabuddin Ahmad bin Abdullah bin Ahmad al-Askari al-Dimashqi al salihi He from Shaykh Abil Hasan ala Ali bin Sulaiman bin Ahmad al-Sa'adi al-Mardaawi He from Imam Taqiuddin Abi Bakr bin Ibrahim bin Yusuf al-Baali al-Hambali He from Imam Alauddin Ali bin Muhammad min Ali bin Abbas al-Baali ad-Dimashqi al-Marub ibn al He from Imam Zainuddin al-Faraj Abdul Rahman bin Ahmad bin Rajab al-Baghdadi al al امام imam ibn rajab al-hambali he from imam shamsuddin abi abdullah muhammad bin nabih bakkr bin ayyub al-zurai thumma dimashqi al-hambali al bi ibn and he from musnad al الامام al-imam abi bakr bin احمد ahmad bin الدائم daim al and he from Al-Hafiz Jamaluddin Abil hajjaj Yusuf bin Zakki, Abdul Rahman bin Yusuf Al-Qudai Al-Mizzi, Sahibut Azib Al-Kamal, and at the same time from Taqiyuddin Abil Abbas Ahmad bin Abdul halim bin Abdul Salam bin Tamija Al-Harani Al-Hambali, and they both from Imam Shamsuddin Abil Faraj Abdul Rahman bin Muhammad bin Ahmad bin Qudama salihi Al-Hanbali Al-Shahir bi Ibn Abi Umar Al-Maqdisi And he from Imam Muwaffaquddin Abi Muhammad Abdullah bin Ahmad bin Muhammad bin Qudama Al-Maqdisi thumma Mishki al hambali And Imam Ibn Qudama Al-Maqdisi al hambali he received directly from al Imam al Rabani al Ghaws Azam al qutbir Rabbani Rabani Sheikh al Islam al Sayyid Abdul Qadir bin Abi Saleh al Jilani al Hambali radi Allahu and he received from Imam Abi Saad al Mubarak bin Ali al Mukharrami al Baghdadi al Hambali and he from Imam al Qadi Abi Ya'la Muhammad bin al Hussein bin al Farra al Hambali and he received from Imam Abu Abdullah Hasan bin Hamid bin Ali bin Marwan Al-Warraq Al-Baghdadi Al-Hambali And he from Al Imam Abu Bakr Abdul Aziz bin Jafar bin Ahmad Al-Khalal He from Al Imam Abu Abdul Rahman Abdullah bin Ahmad bin Hanbal Al-Shaybani Al-Hambali And he from Al Imam Abu Abdullah Ahmad bin Muhammad bin Hanbal Sayyidina Imam Muhammad bin Hanbal radiyallahu ta'ala anhu and Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal received from Al Imam Abi Abdullah Muhammad bin Idris al Shafi'i, radiallahu ta'ala. An. And he received from Al Imam Abi Abdullah Malik bin Anas al Asbahi, Imam Dar al Ahijra, radiallahu ta'ala, an. Imam Malik. And Imam Ahmad bin Muhammad bin Humble received his authority also. From Imam Abi Yusuf Yaqub bin Ibrahim Al-Qadi. Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal was a student of Imam Al Qadi Yusuf bin Yaqub bin Ibrahim. And he was a direct student, rather senior most student of Imam Al Azam Abi Hanifa Numan bin Sabid. So Imam al-Shafi'i became a grand student of Imam al-Azam Abi Hanifa al-Nu'man. Through Imam al-Qadi Yusuf bin Yaqub bin Ibrahim. So this was the second chain of authority of Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal. In Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, he also reported and received from Imam Husham bin Bashir al-Wasiti but, Imam Abbad bin al-Awam and Imam Ishaq bin Yusuf al-Azraq these are the teachers and shuyukh of Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal and Imam Waki bin al-Jarrah and Imam Ali bin Asim al-Wasiti and Imam Ja'far bin Aun and Imam Abi Asim Dahaq bin Makhlad al-Nabīl and Imam Abdullah bin Yazid al mukri and Imam Abu Nu'aym al-Fadl bin Dukain wa kulluhum sami'u al-imam al Azam Abu Hanifa raziyallahu ta'ala anhu kulluh wa anhu wa rawau anhu wa Haza al-imam Muslim wal imam imam Muslim mentioned these things all of these teachers of Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal were direct students of Imam Azam Abu Hanifa so Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal also, was a grand student of Imam Azam Abu Hanifa through many of his teachers. This is mentioned by Imam Muslim, by Imam Ibn Hibban in Siqat, by Allama Zahbi in Asir, by Allama Mizzi in At-Tahzib, Imam Askalani in Tahzib al Tahzib, Ibn Abi Hatim in Al Jarrov al Tadil, by Al Khatib in Tariq Baghdad, Imam Nawawi in Tahzib al Asma'i wal Lugat in in, العلم, in, in the same way imam muhammad bin idris الشافعي shafii الله تعالى عنه, who received from imam malik but at the same time imam muhammad bin idris الشافعي shafii received from imam muhammad bin حسن ash the great student of imam al so Imam shafii through Imam Muhammad bin Hassan al shaybani he also became a grand student of Imam azam Abu Hanifa. And he reports a hadith of Holy Prophet wasallam in his Musnad al-Shafi'i and Kitabul al-Um on authority of Imam Muhammad bin Hassan al-Shaibani. أن طريق بواسط محمد بن الحسن أن الإمام أبي يوسف القاضي قال الشافعي أخبرنا محمد بن الحسن الشيباني أن يعقوب بن إبراهيم القاضي أن عبد الله بن دينار أن ابن عمر رضي الله تعالى عنهما أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال الولاء ولا ولهماتهن كالهمات لا يبا ولا يهاب هذا جائ جا في مصنف الشافعي وكتاب الأم in the same way imam shafi reported from imam muslim bin khalid al-zanjī imam shāfi'ī and he related from imam ali bin zabiyan and imam abdul majid bin abdul aziz and all these teachers of imam muhammad bin As- imam muhammad bin idris al-shafi'i all these teachers kulluhum sāmi'u al-imām al-a'zam abū hanīfa wa anhu wa anhu. They were students of Imam Al Azam Abu Hanifa and they reported from him and they received authority from him. And this has been mentioned by Imam Bukhari in his book At Tariq al Kabir and Allama Mizzi in At Tahzib and Zahbi in Kashif and Asqalani in Tahzib. And Imam Malik bin Anas, he also received from Imam Al Azam Abi Hanifa. Imam Abu al-Abbas Ahmad bin Muhammad bin Abdullah bin Abil al he reported on authority of Imam Yusuf bin Ahmad al-Makki on authority of Muhammad bin Hazim al-Faqih on authority of Muhammad bin Ali al-Sa'igh al-Makki on authority of Imam Ibrahim bin Muhammad anil Imam al-Shafi'i radiyallahu ta'ala anhu an Imam Abdul Aziz bin Muhammad Darawardi qala كَانَ مَالِكُ ابْنِ عَنَسِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعْلَىٰ نُحْ يَنْظُرُ فِي كُتُبِ أَبِي حَنِيفَةَ وَيَنْتَ فِي Imam Malik had books of Imam Abu Hanifa with him. He used to study them and he used to get benefit benefit from his books. So he received from Imam Azam Abu Hanifa's knowledge. And Qazi Ayaz رحمه الله تعالى mentioned in his book al madarik qazi ayaz al maliki sahib al shifa volume 1 page 152 al madarik and he said he reported on the authority of lays imam lays bin saad and imam lays bin saad said malikan fil madina fa lahu inni araka al قَالَ الْإِمَامَ الْمَالِكِ أَبِي هَنِيفَةِ إِنَّهُ لَفَقِيْهٌ يَا Misri. <laughs> Imam Lais bin Saad says that I met since then, Imam Malik and I saw him sweating on his forehead. I asked why he said since I had a sitting by, with Imam Azam Abu Hanifa that's why I am sweating. And Imam Shafi'i radiyallahu no, relates in his book, Kitabul Um, he says, Qad s'altu He asked from Imam Darawardi, one of the students of Imam Malik, Hal ahadun bil la min Is there anybody among the Tabayin or Tataba'u Tabaein who had given the verdict on dowry, verdict on dowry, that it can't be less than? one-fourth of a dinar. Is there a verdict available before you? Is there anybody who gave this verdict before you, Imam Malik? He asked. Imam Malik said, Wallah, ma alimtu ahadan qalahu qabla malik. He said, Wallah, Darawrdi said, that I don't think anybody has stated this before Imam Malik. Imam Malik is the first one who has given this verdict and in my opinion I think he has received this knowledge from Imam Azam Abu Hanifa ta'ala, and it is reported by Mas'ud bin Shaybah and it is mentioned by Imam Tahawi on authority of Imam Darawardi he says, I heard Imam Malik saying, malikan yaqul, indi min hanifata, mas'alatin. Imam Malik ta'ala, no said, I have 60,000 legal reports and legal verdicts of knowledge of Imam Abu Hanifa in the form of this record with me. And it is stated by Imam Malik, he used to say that Imam Azam Abu Hanifa has narrated 60,000 Islamic laws of Sharia in the light of Quran and Sunnah, which he said, I have the record of these 60,000 legal uh, discussions and verdicts of Imam Abu Hanifa with me. So in this way, this is a chain of authority which includes all the four Imams of fiqh. And which connects you by receiving this ijazah and authority to all of these four great imams Imam Abu Hanifa, Imam Malik, Imam Shafi and Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal ta'ala anhu. this is the isnad, the chain of authority and this is the Sunnah of the great imams of Ummah It is stated by Imam Muhammad bin Sirin At Tabi'i, In Nahaz al ad Fanzuru Amman An Imam Muslim quoted this in chapter, Annal Isnada ad Deen. The chain of authority is the part of Deen. To receive knowledge through a proper chain of authority is a part of Deen. And Imam Abdullah bin Mubarak used to say, and this is reported by Imam Muslim in his Muqaddimah of As-Sahih, al-Isnad min al-Din, wa lal Isnad laqala man sha'a ma Al-Isnad, the chain of authority, is a necessary part of Deen. If there was no chain of authority, then everyone would have said whatever he wanted to say. So, and it would have practically become impossible to protect the deen from corruptions and from distortions of knowledge. And Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal radiyallahu ta'ala is reported by Imam Sahavi in Fathul Mughiith as saying, إِنَّهَا ijaza la الْإِجَازَةِ al ilm." If the Ijazah license of transmission of knowledge through a chain of authority was neglected and denied then the reliable knowledge would be destroyed. The protection of reliable knowledge and its continuity and continuity of its proper transmission is based on the protection of chains of authority. And Imam Ahmad bin Hambal said, which is quoted by Imam Ibn Salah in his book al Hadith, he says, Talabul al Ali Sunnatun Amman Salaf asking for the higher chain of authority. Al Isnad Al Ali is the sunnah of the righteous predecessors. Imam ibn Salah, a great muhaddis, has reported in Uloom al Hadith from Imam Yahya bin Ma'in. When he was asked about his wish, what is your wish? He said, Baytun khaliyun wa isnaadun aliyun. My wish contains two things seclusion in my house for uninterrupted remembrance of Almighty Allah seclusion in my house for an uninterrupted worship of Almighty Allah and number two isnaad of high ranking authorities to receive the righteous knowledge through the shortest chains and Imam Ibn Hayyan says in his Kitabul Al volume 1 page 89 he says arju an la yakuna min Hazil I hope that out of this ummah the travelers and the seekers of the knowledge today you have to make this niyyah right from the beginning that this is a sitting this is a seclusion this is a mujalasah, a julus, a sitting. And you have become the travelers and seekers of the knowledge of deen. Seekers of the knowledge of sunnah. And seekers of authority of the Il shariya and Il tariqah. The sunnah, al-ahadith, al-athar, al Akbar. And he said that those people who are the travelers... And put their efforts to differentiate between Sahih and mawdu' Through the verification of isnad, Through the chain of authority. He says I hope they will enjoy the extreme proximity. The extreme nearness of the Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi This is so because they spent their lives in a very highly esteemed service to the Holy Prophet ﷺ. And Holy Prophet declared these people to be his khulafa, his deputies and vicegerents, Because they narrate and report his knowledge and his hadith to the ummah and explain their meanings to the people. And Allama ibn Taymiyyah says in Minhajul Sunnah an volume 7, page 37. Al-Isnaadu min khasai se ummah wohum min khasai al-Islam summa huwa fil Islam min khasai se ahl sunnah This Isnad, the chain of authority, is one of the exclusive virtuous characteristics and Allah's great blessings on this Ummah. And it is also a great peculiarity of deen of Islam because it never existed in the early times before the raising of Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi and the earlier communities of the prophets and messengers who were raised before. This peculiar characteristics was granted only to the Ummah of Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi that the knowledge given by transmitted by Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi is being carried on in a protected in the way of protected chains of authority and this peculiarity is of deen of Islam and it is a salient identity of Ahlus Sunnah the Prophet said this is reported by Imam Tabarani on authority of Hazrat Abdullah bin Abbas قَالَ رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم ارحم خلفاءنا اللهم ارحم خلفاءنا قلنا يا رسول الله وما خلفاءكم قال الذين ياتون من بعدي يروون احاديثي وسنتي ويعلمونها الناس والي प्रॉफिट صلى الله عليه وسلم said messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said oh Allah bestow mercy on my Khulafa, on our Khulafa, on our deputies, on our vicegerents, the companions asked, who are your Khulafa, Ya Rasulullah He, blessings and peace be upon him, replied, those who will come after me, those who will come after me, and they will narrate my Hadith and my Sunnah and my knowledge and ilm and transmit them to the Ummah. This was my first duty to connect you to those great Imams of knowledge through a continuous chain of authority. So Alhamdulillah congratulations that you are through this Sama and ijaza you are connected to Sayyidna Imam Azam Abu Hanifa. In al fiqh Al-Hanafi Imam Malik Imam Shafi Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal through these blessed chains of authorities alhamdulillah now this session on introduction to fiqh and usul al fiqh there are normally five words when we talk of islamic law we usually become aware of five terms the term Sharia then al-fiqh then Usulul fiqh then hukm and qanun briefly speaking all these five terms have different meanings and applications but none of these five is contradictory to other Sharia means a path and technically speaking this is a complete code of life based on Quran and Sunnah based on the divinely revealed knowledge transmitted to the Ummah through Holy Prophet when we talk of Sharia this is the most comprehensive subject in Islam which includes Islam, Iman and Asan. Islam is the science of theology When we talk of Iman, Iman, faith, the science which deals with the basic tenets of faith, the science, the arguments, the evidences, and the detailed knowledge of the basic tenets of faith, basic particles of, articles of faith. Along with its arguments and evidences, this leads us to the science of aqeedah. The science which deals with the subject of iman in detail becomes ultimately the science of aqeedah, al-aqeedah, ilmul aqaid Because Iman deals with the tenets of faith. Then Islam, according to the hadith of Jibreel, as Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi answered the question asked by Sayyidina Jibreel about Islam, then about Iman and about ihsan. So, As differentiated by Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam himself, and mentioned and reported by Sayyidina Imam Bukhari and Imam Muslim. Islam contained the subject of the acts based on the commandments of Almighty Allah and His Holy Prophet. Science which deals with the acts of Sharia, Ilmul Islam. Ultimately becomes ilmul fiqh, ilmul ahkam. The science of theology is based on the knowledge of iman, of the details of iman. The science of fiqh is based on the knowledge based on ilm of Islam. And in the same way hisan which is the spiritual excellence. This is the spiritual excellence of Iman and Islam. The perfection of Islam, perfection of Islam lies in Iman. And perfection of Iman lies in ehsan. Islam is the beginning, al bidaya. Islam. Iman is al-wasat. And ihsan is nihaya is the end. The Islam deals with refining the Outward life through pious acts. Iman deals with firmness and stability of Islam in your heart and in your spirit and in your inward personality. So, Iman deals. You, in Holy Quran, it is stated. When the people who used to come from villages they said that Amanna, Almighty Allah said you can't say Amanna. don't say we have believed in you say just we have embraced Islam because Iman has not entered into your hearts. If the obedience and submission controls the body if obedience to Almighty Allah's commandment and if the obedience to submission to Almighty Allah, submission to Almighty Allah's will and command, if this controls, this obedience and submission controls our outward life, our body. This becomes inqiyad and istislam and attaa. This is Islam. And if our heart and our soul and our spirit. This is controlled by the obedience to Almighty Allah and submission to Almighty Allah. This obedience and submission enters into heart and changes the inward condition of human personality. This becomes Iman. So Islam is already included in Iman. Iman. That's why every mu'min is a Muslim. But every Muslim is not a mu'min. That's why we say we embraced Islam. We never say we embraced Iman. Because embracing is the first act, act of beginning. Where we start from. And the act of beginning is Islam, to submit apparently. To declare your submission from your tongue. So this submission is an outward submission known as Islam. When this submission becomes a condition, becomes a state of your heart, of your soul and of your mind and of your spirit. It is deepened in our personality. It travels from our Zahir to our Baatin. It travels from outward to inward. Only then we become a mu'min. That's why every mu'min is a Muslim. But every Muslim is not a mu'min. Muslim is the beginner. And mu'min is the traveler. When you become mu'min, So then Islam achieves its perfection. Islam achieves its perfection in Iman. Then Iman also requires its perfection. Where Iman would be able to achieve its perfection. Islam, Iman is a state where Islam is attaining its perfection. But now, after achieving the state of Iman, Iman also requires some perfection. So the station where Iman achieves perfection is known as Ihsan. Ihsan is a state of heart. And this Ihsan is contained into two states, either the state of vigilance or the state of vision, witnessing. Either you are in the state of muraqabah, this is your vigilance. Or you are in the state of mushahada, this is witnessing the beauty of your Lord. Vision of the beauty and light of Almighty Allah. So this state of heart, this state of soul and this state of spirit, which is known as asan when you entered into the valley of Esan, Iman is perfected. In the same way as Islam was perfected when it entered into the valley of Iman. So the subject and the science which discusses the basis of Asan, the prerequisites of Esan, the details of Esan, the conditions of Esan, various states and stations of Esan, developmental stages of Esan, so that subject and science which discusses Esan in detail ultimately is known as Il Mut and Il Musuluk and Ilmut Kariqa and Ilmur Marifa and Ilmul haqiqah So Ilmul Haqeda is nothing. But a science based on is, Iman. And Ilmul Fiqh is nothing but a science based on the articles of Islam. In the same way, At Tasawwuf and At and Al is nothing but a science based on the basic tenets of Ihsan. So, in this way, we would say Sharia is a totality which includes aqeedah and ilmul aqaid which includes ilmul aqam and al-fiqh and which includes ilmul tasawuf and suluk and tariqah so sharia is a totality total whole sum of the teachings of islam the whole sum of the teachings of Islam is known as Sharia. Then you have already known within Sharia only the part of it which deals with ahakam, with the laws, which deals with the acts and rights and obligations. That is fiqh. And Usulul al fiqh is the science which deals with the basic and fundamental principles of fiqh. That is Islamic jurisprudence. The basic principles of fiqh. Now coming to hukm, what is hukm then? Hukm is the subject of fiqh. And hukm is a body of rules of human conduct. Is a body of rules of human conduct. That rule regarding the human conduct can be mandatory, can be directory or can be declaratory in its nature. And it is established through a revealed communication based upon Quran and Sunnah. So this body of rule relating to human conduct is known as law. This is hukm. And qanun, since the hukm, according to Islamic terminology, has to be based on Divine communication. It has to be based on divine communication. And hukm is not the words of wahi. This is a value which is established through divine communication. Al-hukmu ma thabata bi khitabillah So it has to be based on wahi. Either ...express or implied... ...Quran or Sunnah... ...so then here we differentiate... ...between Hukm and kanun. ...all those laws... ...which are not based... ...directly on Quran and Sunnah... ...and which are legislated... ...by the parliaments... ...through the courts... ...through the precedents, ...through the judgments... ...through our customs... ...through our usages through our traditions, through public opinions, all those legislations which are not directly based on Quran and Sunnah and those laws which are formulated by the parliaments or legislative authorities other than Quran and Sunnah, all these rules are known as Qanun according to Islamic Sharia. Karun is originally a Greek word Used for the ruler to draw lines. So this is the these are the five words. So the definition of law in Islam is very clear, and there was no difference and no contradiction and no dispute on its definition. Whether this is Hanafi, principles of fiqh or Maliki or Shafi or Hamli. Throughout the history, there has been a consensus of opinion on defining the Islamic law. Whereas the Western definition of law or Western concept of law, that is totally different. Law in West, it has been always under discussion. Right from the third century when St. Thomas started the first definition of law up till today, up till John Austin and Salmond. The first definition in West, definition of law was given which is mentioned by Robson W.A. in his book Civilization and Growth of Law. The first definition was given, law is an ordinance of reason for the common good promulgated by him who has care of the community. You see, there are many ambiguities which requires clarities. Then came Richard Hooker, then Kant,